Stranger Shoot and Scoot, the Flame of War, Tin Yankee, Federation, Garmin, Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming, with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our panzers flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at breakthroughassault.co.uk and to shop at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy's moving shop and doesn't want to pack so many boxes. <laughs> if nice dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our new podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Duncan Dutch Gosling. Does anyone know what my uh, password is for Forces of War? Just asking for a friend. Adli Capote Parnell. Always have nice to have a good brew. <laughs> Welcome to episode 18, the one where we're more random than usual. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? I don't have any idea. Um, no, I don't actually. Um, so we're going to do, obviously, um, what we've been up to, including what games we've been playing and what we've been painting away on our painting desks. We're then going to go straight into um, an Officer Answers, where our um, law listeners have been giving us questions to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about um, the two events we've got coming up. And then we're going to shoot and scoot with our new Dice of War format. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic music. Yep. So, yeah, what have you chats been up to? Work. No. <laughs> yeah, work. Um, I'm going to go first because I'm sitting in the remains of my only hobby endeavour this month. Um, which is to build about 20 Shermans. Oh, God. Uh, and still building Shermans? Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I just took a whole day and was like, I've got all these boxes of Hit the Beach, and I ordered a load of British Shermans as well. Um, so I'm doing a mid-war British Sherman company um, because I haven't seen anyone actually using them yet, and I figured, hey, that would be fun. Um mm-hmm. And a late war American Sherman company. So is the only difference the plastic colour? Uh, some are desert, <laughs> but that's only so yeah. Some are some of that really bright yellow desert colour. Oh, yep. and six uh, six scout carriers, uh, universal carriers as well. Okay. Um, it was only after I kind of amassed all my plastic I realised that of course the British and the American Sherman sprue are the same sprue. Yes, they are. Yeah, so I have a little surplus. Um, so any inquiries about excess Sherman should go to? Yeah, fairs that break through us all to go to the UK. Um, yeah, and then uh, then I was like, well, British Sherman's in the desert. Do I want to do desert? And then uh, I did a bit of Googling and found some really cool pictures of British Shermans in Italy. Um, oh, yeah. A mix yeah. of marks and mantlets. Um, and how with the sand slash mud skirts, um, it appears that when they landed, a lot of them cut off the the rear section of the three fenders. Oh, right. oh, okay. I never uh, that yeah, no, I, I found a really useful blog post um, from another guy who, if I can remember, I would give him reference. But I'll probably write an I'll write an article about it and put it in there. Um, so yeah, so I cut the last. So we've got the front section, the, the side sex skirt, and then kind of like the um, the Abrams. You know how they got rid of, yeah. they, they cut away the rear fender. They, they essentially did that when they were deployed in Italy. All right. Um, so, yeah. And then I uh, found out they did, it, it's a weird mud colour. Instead of being olive drab or desert, it's 
it's a is it British mud or something? <laughs> the Vallejo. I can tell you what it is. Oh, there's a Vallejo paint. So I thought you just meant it was the description well, of the mud it, on yeah, it. Yeah, so in Italy they paint them like a khaki colour because it works better. Yeah, 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 with the with the black, but not black, great um, camo. Is yeah, that wavy so, stripes? Yeah, so some type. Well, so they did a whole bunch of things. Like, so some left like um, some did like they're trying to replicate. Oh no, I'm thinking of um. Anyway, I'm thinking they played Malta. They would try to replicate the um, the rocky terrain, rocky thing. Yeah, so they had like yeah. um, like, almost like, a Brit, like a rocky wall painted on the side of the Matildas. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> like the wrong thing. Yeah, so it's UK light mud. Yeah, and then grey blue for the the off black coloured camouflage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, just yeah, just to make it a bit different to the other ones that are out there, and then the copious amounts of um, copious amounts of Olive drab for uh, the Americans who have about three times the number of Shermans in the list with the brand new 76 kits, which are sweet. They are nice. Um, so, do you get, do you get, th- oh no, you don't get three turrets, do you? Is it only three turrets you get? 76s? Fill on the sprues? Or do you get the, uh, the full set on get, the boxes? You only get three per hit the beach. Yep. Um, but then I may have bought two hit the beaches. <laughs> ah, yeah, you solved that problem neatly. Yeah, I solved that problem quite neatly, uh, which gives you a spare to give to a friend. So always handy. Yeah, unless Duncan stolen it, that should be going to you, Lee. I think. Yeah, I don't know what I've done with that actually. The great hobby trade of two thousand. Oh no, I do. Yeah, I've got a load. Of, it's mixed in with a load of T sixty fours, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Weirdly, yeah. Hmm. Also part no, of the it. trade of 2016. <laughs> and then five tigers. Seven tigers. Seven tigers. Two, three, four, five, seven tigers, which are the first time I built the Battlefront Zimmerated Tiger. Ah, the original plastic tiger kit, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of missed that in the lull from when that came out. Is um, that the um, one with the tank stuff in it as well? And. Is that about uh, yeah, yeah. I managed to get that box as part of the late war sale before it went away. Um, so I lucked out and ordered that box, and then um, I needed two more. So I ordered. I found some cheap uh, tanks blisters on uh, Flea Bay. Yep. I managed to get a couple of those uh, to give me seven tigers for my tiger company. Yay! Nice. Because I need more tigers, he says. Well, obviously. Oh, yeah, you know. I mean... Uh, and then, uh, yeah, as part of uh, a little cheeky bonus from work, I got a spray booth. So to actually be able to use my airbrush now that winter's coming around. So it'd be good to get airbrushed up three uh, three colour camo. So you're all year round now? Well, yeah. No, I've, 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 over the, I've invested in some really nice airbrush equipment and then after moving... Um, at my old place, we had a covered balcony that I could just go out and spray on whenever. Always handy. Uh, yeah, yeah, always yeah, exactly. And then at the new place, it's not so much. Um, so I finally kind of copped the bullet and, and got a uh, portable fold-away spray booth so I can actually airbrush relatively safely for both me and the furnishings. <laughs> it's um, quite important. It is kind of important, yeah, especially when you're you're housemate slash landlord has cream coloured carpets not not the best no that's yeah. it's only a little bit of dinkle girl but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> I've camoed your carpet for you don't worry about it 
It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Good. Now the sta- now if you can spill whatever you want, the stains will just mix in yeah. perfectly. And actually, what you could do is then lay down in a camo jacket and just blend into the carpet at that point, and then he can't blame you for anything. You just disappear. Just, just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So for the flames of war, that's been Shermans and Shermans and Germans at the moment. Shermans and Germans. And Germans. Yeah, well, you don't have tigers. Uh, in all things, there must be balance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And then a little bit of aeronautica, and then uh, some epic 40k stuff. Oh, wow. And the guys at the club has, you know, started to play that again. It kind of inspired me to get a couple of bits that I was missing off. Um, is that with, uh, epic 40k Armageddon, the last iteration of it? It is. I think we yes. play, is it Net Epic, which is the same rule set, just with slightly tweaked army lists for uh, that. Yeah, well, the Epic was a... Uh... No, not Epic. Epic no, Epic Armageddon was different to Epic, wasn't it? Epic yeah. was yes. like the old Space Marine box set, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Epic so Epic, it's Epic Armageddon, but with newer army, newer right, okay, yeah. points balances. Because Epic Armageddon was pretty definitive version of Epic. It was a really, really good rule set. Yes. I used to love it. Yeah, no, it plays really well. It's very strange to only have three turns to do a game. Yes. But you get a lot done, those three turns. You do get a lot done. A lot happens. It doesn't feel like three turns, but when you realise you only have three turns, it kind of focuses your mm-hmm. your mind a little bit more. But yeah, that's that's, that's been me. Um, been away a lot of work, so it's good to be back and uh, looking forward to playing some games, hopefully against you guys this week, over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Roll some dice in anger. Exactly. Trample some dreams. Uh, yeah. Roll some dice in anger, I heard you say. The Oasis there for you. There you go. Oh, mid mid nineties referencing. Yeah, love it. <laughs> well, mid nineties is best nineties. What have you been up to? Me, I've been um, I've been uh, actually trying to get some uh, people from the local club back into uh, playing version four. They haven't uh-huh. played for a few years, so we we had a game of that the other week. Uh, just seventy five points to try and um, you know, get them get them into the swing of things did did they absolutely hate it because there's no depth to it and it's really boring blah 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 version three insert crying emoji here no the the, the, their biggest problem was what we probably suffered with a little bit at the start of the transition was trying to forget what you already knew yeah (laughs) so um there was a little bit of that and um you know just trying to get your head around some of the new factors for things so so it clicks yeah, I mean, it's not clicking for for every, like straight away. I think because there was um, one guy took uh, two long barreled stugs uh, in a okay. grenadier company. Points. Yeah, oh, and oh. Um, the grenadier company itself had only three platoons, and so that you know, it's just stuff like that where you've got you got to see it almost on the tabletop yeah. to realise how you know Appreciate you can't really do that anymore. Um, reserves don't work the same way, that yeah. kind of stuff, um, and then. Um, I think I freaked them out by explaining to them about the new thing where you can actually win in your turn. Um, so the guy, that, so it's Soviets versus Germans. Um, the Soviet player then spent three turns chasing three armored cars, so two two twos and a two two one, with five T thirty fours and their accompanied uh, Dushka trucks, um, just to make sure that they didn't go anywhere near his objective because they just basically ran and then hid in the wood within striking distance of the objective, so it just went, right, better deal with them. A bit of overkill, but, you know. Yeah. Overkill like overkill. Yeah, well, exactly. But no, that was that was quite interesting. I mean, they, they I think they like, you know, 
one of the guys sent the Russian player said he wants to play again. He wants to, you know, he felt that it played a lot faster. Um, yeah. You know, it's still because we were working through things and learning the rules and stuff. It was a little bit slow going, but you know, you expect that until people yeah. kind of, you know, that we didn't use any of the orders, not because we didn't talk about them, but because people are, you know, it's kind That's of like get my head round one thing at a time. Yeah. But no, that was good. I think a lot of people forget how slow they were when they first started Flames, like when they first ever played version 3 or whatever version they started with. Yeah. I mean, it's you like know. anything, isn't it? I mean, you've got to clank through some of the basics and it depends what kind of learner you are as well. I always learn rules better by playing them. Yeah. Some people learn it better by, you know, meticulously reading through the rule book. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, th- that was good fun. Um, I've been painting... What have I been painting? I've painted my 28... Uh, sorry, not my 28, my 76 mil Shermans. Ooh. So I've got five of those now. I managed to pick up an old box of the resin ones off uh, off it off the Evil Bay for like. Flea Bay. It was, something, it was something ridiculous. I thought the guy had listed it wrong, and I thought oh, I'll just take a punt on it. It was 12 quid posted. Wow. For five resin, so I've done them, um, uh, and I've got four, five of the regular 75s on the table now. Having a look at those. Did you did you kind of see why it was twelve pounds when you started to build metal and resin again compared to the plastics? See, I'm gonna say something controversial now. <gasps> Never. They were the they were the resins with the plastic tracks. Okay. And oh. I am a time poor individual, and they went together faster than the plastics did. Heresy. Because you just got to, you know, if you get a good cast, you 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 don't have to worry about the tracks being old moulds, shall we say. Yeah. You've got a bit of super glue, slap them on the sides, glue the two tracks together onto the hull, and then you glue the turret onto the, the mantle onto the turret, and then a hatch on the top, and Bob's your mother's brother, but um, I don't know, they, uh, plastics are fine, fine, but I, it's the bloody clean that always does me. You just yeah. clipping bits off sprues, and then you get your um, scalpel, and you're removing the little, I don't know what you call them, off... You know, the kind of bits where you haven't quite snipped it close enough. Uh, see, that's why plastic cutters are super important. I've got some side cutters. It's all, it's, you just can't quite... But really good ones. Mm. All right. Sell me. Sell me. Uh, yeah, well, unfortunately, the best ones I've ever used are the old plastic grey handle ones from GW. Oh, they don't make them anymore, do they? No, they don't. So the mould line cleaning will work. Or is that just for, you know, they've got that mould line that, thing. Oh, that's that literally it's a it's square piece sense. of plastic. Uh, sorry, metal. It's a square-sided piece of metal. So it doesn't, it won't work. It it works, but it's also, it's not as good as a scalpel blade, back scraped. Okay. So, so what I've got is, uh, yeah, it's a handle with like a, a curved blade to it. It's not a blade. It's like a very fine file almost. It just, it just really scraped the um, mould lines off really well. Now, it doesn't dig in like a like a like a scalpel blade does. That's a big difference. Yeah, that's what I'm, I might have to give that a go. I I I, I was sold. I I put off for ages because somebody goes said I'll just use a sharp um, scalpel blade. Yeah. I actually tried my friend's one and was like, "Where has this been all my life?" But that is that's that's the use for that thing, isn't it? For basically taking off the the small bits of plastic after you've clipped stuff or it's well not casting stuff. If if it's only a small clip, and yes, it's not, it, it will struggle with a big clip. At which point you want a knife, but yeah. what it's really for is clearing up mold lines. It does a fantastic job of that. Okay. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, I've been doing those, and then I've just uh, was it this week we put the article up about the dust stuff? I think it was, wasn't it? Uh, yes, dust. Yeah. Yeah. Not so I've, not, I've to be, tried... not to be confused with the weird war alternative. Just, just no, not about no. Was... Oh no, not that. Um, no. So this was um, dust washes. So doing some weathering, um, which I've not tried before, using some um, water-based products from a company called True. I think it's True Earth. I think I always get it wrong, but I think it's True Earth. Uh, I think they're based in Portugal. Um, okay. I think we talked about them last time, and I gave them a crack, and um, yeah, they come up, they come up fine. I mean, that it was, yeah. Oh no, it's not True Earth. It's Earth something. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. What have I done? Well, if uh, I we'll put a link up on the article, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, so I've tried them, and I've. Um, Oh, it's True Earth. It is True Earth. Um, I've used... It is True Earth. It's just weird it didn't come up. Um, But I've also got the... um, So I've done the dust ones for my mid-war Shermans. Uh And I've used the earthy one, uh, sort of the earth wash, for my late-war 76mm Shermans on the tracks. So I just wanted to try something a little bit different because I thought, you know, I'm not... uh, I'm not... uh, What do you call it? Very comfortable with using... Uh, enamels or anything like that and using yeah. thinners and white spirit and all that kind of stuff. I'm not a scale modeler. I'm not saying that everyone who uses it is, but you know, that's kind of what the background it comes from, right? Um, yeah. So I just thought I'd give it a try for something different and it's come, it's come out okay. Um, they're pretty easy to use. They don't have to, you don't have to seal them or anything like that. So yeah, I was quite happy with them. Um, yeah, that that's, that's kind of my big painting thing. I think I'll be using them again. But I was thinking, actually, the only thing that's going to be difficult on them is if I wanted to go back and use them on things like my Egyptians, because it's a dust wash on a, you know, sand-coloured vehicle, it's probably not going to do anything. So I think you, you do have to have a quite strong contrast when you're using uh, okay. using them to actually get them something to, to contrast against. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you're, what you'll get is like a subtle dulling down of the actual base colour, and that gives you that kind of difference of look. Yeah, but yeah. It's, a lot of it is is always is trying to choose the right weathering thing to get the contrast, like you're saying, get the right for the area. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not super cheap uh, like things general like to acquire. Then, but if you go on the website, they've got tons of all kinds of weathering powders. I I am I think going to try at some point the AK Interactive ones because I've got some AK Interactive thinner already. Mm-hmm. I've um, just to give it a comparison, see how because that's the powder, isn't it? And you have to dilute it in the thinner and then apply it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I'll have a look at that. But it's got stuff like you know the chipping kits and all that kind of stuff and rust and all kinds of bits and pieces. So um, yeah, I was quite impressed. I think we talked about them last time briefly when we were going through stuff when we spoke last. But I'd actually got hold of them now and had a play with them and yeah, pleasantly surprised. So that's that's kind of my. Yeah, where I've been at. Cool. Excellent stuff. Lee? Well, yeah, so, yeah. So I had a game versus um, Tony from down at the Bright oh, Store. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he's, he's, Another he's, returning Flames of War player, right? He is, yeah, yeah. So he, obviously he played at the um, Flames of Fez back in the day, back in um, last year, earlier this year. It all merged into one after a while, so... Um, <laughs> But yeah, he, he was a quite good game. So we were playing. Um, he bought Germans. I bought my Soviets. We um, with his late war. So we did a Fortress Europe game, basically him using Fortress Europe Germans, and me using Fortress Europe Soviets. Yeah. And a bit like you were talking about is like the first thing we did was just basically 
fixing his list so it's actually sort of like um legal for version four but once we got that done it was fairly easy we plowed right on and we got the game done relatively quickly and it wasn't like it was because i just you know tabled them or anything like that we just managed to get through returns quite good mm-hmm. um so what was that 100 you? points did you play yep so 100 points okay. um both took an attack stance and we got roll breakout which is one of the newer missions and so uh, Tony Mash win the dice off to attack, so he basically had a, a massive armored spit like wedge, effectively, <laughs> nice. aiming right down the road to try and break through. And at that point, I had um, some Su-85s in ambush, some Su-76s to put down artillery, an SMG company, and some Valentines with um, two platoons of T-34s and the HQ off in reserve. And it was just a case of like holding the line while his T-34s are right behind him and trying to start trying to pick through his rear guard to try and chase him down. And it really, really came down to the wire. And in the end, um, Tony managed to get me on the, on the a last ditch assault with a HQ, a CO, a mm-hmm. platoon HQ, and the last platoon stand of that platoon. And by <laughs> the end of it, it, it ended with the CO and the HQ basically finished the turn holding the objective and that was his army two stands oh jeez wow. yeah. it was a very cinematic game. it was like you know proper like um 1970s like across the island style film i think everyone did God. yeah yeah armored so, wedge yeah yeah so yeah actually um it, i thought i had him and in the end i didn't so information <laughs> <laughs> A bit of hubris um, came in because I didn't actually shoot him with everything I could have done the turn before. Because I thought, oh, this is going to fail his check now. He didn't. So oh. There's a, a life lesson there. Um, never assume the opponent's dice are going to go your way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes it is just worth uh, yeah, battering them to the point of submission. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, um, yeah, I, I, again, like I say, I like say everyone says T-34s are, are useless not to, not to use them. That actually was a... That's all I have to tell that matter. Yeah. I think it's an army I, I, I can have fun with. I'm not sure. It's not sure. It's probably a, mid-ta- a mid-table army at best, but it's... Um, yeah. It's it's T-34 is not a bad tank, is it? That's the, that's the crux of it. It's not, it's not awful. It's not like you're trying to make something work. It's just... Uh, so there you are. That, that was um, Duncan's assessment of what many consider the best tank in World War Two. Not a bad. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, in terms of in terms of the game, I, I don't think the game is a fair reflection of reality. I think I uh, don't no. think it's either. I think the T thirty four just get, especially when they reduce the front armor of the eighty five. I think that's a little, yes. bit hard, a little bit hard done, but I'm not sure if it's going to be something they bring back to reflect the later model or something. But it's just like it's say, the problem is it's very hard to make a case for it versus the church just beyond. I really want to use T thirty fours. And I really use T thirty four, so I went with that. But um... yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit sad when the, the best of it thinks are in least. Yeah, well, actually, in, systemically in the rules, not not uh, in reality. That, that's a bit, a bit of a hard pill. I mean, yeah. Um, I think yeah, they're, they're still good. They're still good things. I think it's pro- it's, it's the same problem the Panther has. It's not a bad tank. Yeah. It's just per points, there's a better option. Which in, yes. in the same case, the Tiger in the um, T thirty four case. But if, um, like I say, it's about any other Lenny's tank, pretty much. I think mm. um, you know, this is one of the things where perhaps when we get the Eastern Front books roll around, it might be something 
nice if I have a look at the points on it. Yeah. Hey, oh, I, I, yeah, I expect they will. I mean, they said the, um, what do you call it, the uh, Fortress Europe's only kind of a get you by for the time being, isn't it? So, yeah. The other stuff's going to get looked at, I'm sure. Well, I, they say that, but also there's, a, you know, Fortress Europe isn't going to be going anywhere in the end because it does represent there's things in there that won't be in the other late war books like the it's basically the, it's the italy book essentially isn't it because it's the early late war but then the late mid-war stuff yeah it's just before progression isn't it it's pre-progression yeah. so you've got still got ferdinand's in there you've yeah they'll get replaced by elephants won't they I mean, is, the, the Ferdinand really shouldn't be in the late war books because by I mean they're all sort of retired in December 1943 to to get upgrades to the elephant standard. Okay. I think most I mean there's not much in the book that doesn't that won't get replaced or you know be brought up at a later point. Yeah. So yeah, it's just to see how how, how it goes and if like you say user feedback comes in. I saw one of those things I like to see is like to like the sort of Games Workshop chapter approved thing of just yeah. tweaking the points, tweaking the points every time, like a living points value. Yeah, that would be. Nice. Has been, also, it's a bit gamey for me. <laughs> I, yeah, to some extent, but on the other hand, we I, I normally agree. But when you say you see these units not being used, yeah, you have to sort of go, okay, well, you know, is there a way of making these things? You know, are they not being used for a fair reason, or are they just not being used because really is a good reason to use them? Yeah. That's that's just based on I, I guess that's based on playability and user feedback I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, other other than that, I've been sort of painting ruts. I haven't really got much done. What I have done is like say pick up some tiny airplanes for for um, aeronautica. Yes. So I'm painting some of those as we speak with some little thunderbolts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And once I get those out of the way, I'll probably try and get back onto some late war Germans before the British books come out. Whoop, whoop. And before we start doing our Team Yankee Challenge, we'll go to that bit later. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Should we go so, on yeah. to the officer, the officer answers then? It's kind of a nice yeah. there. I think so. Um, so who wants so, to start with first? Some fine questions from our enlisted men. Um, Vincent Limney, I mm-hmm. think that's right, um, says... Hi, curious to hear your impressions on the new German book, and especially the Beach Defence Grenadier list. Do you think it could be a good way to bring more Tigers to the table with still a decent number of platoons in an infantry list? He then posted an example list, um, which is essentially a Beach Grenadier company, uh, which is um, two platoons with seven stands, one with the HMG, one with the Panzerfausts, some okay. mortars and then three pack forties as the the actual company. Then in support, mm-hmm. it's got four ten point five centimeter artillery, four Stugs, and then three Tigers. Which means that his okay. entire company is only twenty seven points, and his support choices are seventy three points. On the <laughs> list. <laughs> Which, That'll do it. Yeah. I mean. I mean uh, I'll try, try, try to work out what his reserve would be. Is that to be the mortars well, that, and the tigers? That would be my first point. So for 40 points of reserve, his tiger's yeah. 36. Yeah. So you could put the tigers 
and a platoon. I, well, I could put the tigers and the mortars, maybe. That's their four-point platoon. And that still yeah. gives you the Stugs, the 105s, and the, the rest of the company on. That's pretty, yeah, pretty solid defence for most things. And I mean, tigers aren't that slow now, are they? Really? No, they're super quick in comparison to what they were. Mm. Yeah. What? What? what um, the beach defence guys? What are they? What's their hit on normally? Uh, they're aggressive, they I think. Four three. plus. Uh, three four plus. Three. Yes, sorry. Three. Yeah, three right, plus you're three. aggressive. Three plus. They are tactics. They are like green for tactics. So five plus. Oh God! So they're not going to dig yeah. in. Um, they're confident, no. but they. Um, they got five plus. Well, last five plus last stand. Yeah. Right. So once so once those casualties start mounting, you sort of... well, you also have. I when I've played, I've only played a couple of games with them, but I did find that rallying anything was a pain in the butt as well. Once so they got if they get pinned under artillery bombardment, they're not moving out. Well, they're running away, but they're not moving to you know, anywhere useful. No, I've, I mean, yeah. If you're going to get a lot of tigers in, then they're probably a good starting point because they are cheap. Caveat that by saying three tigers is not a lot of tigers. Come on. Well, that was that was going to be my point was that if you want to get a lot of tigers in, you're better off just getting a tiger company. Yeah. And not and not having that kind of quote unquote weak link. Yeah, I mean, I can see I can see where he's going to go for, but I'd rather spend the two the four the four stugs. You might as well just have five tigers. Yeah. If you if you're doing that, then you can you can go, you know, go full full bloody uh, Whitman. But I, I do think they never go for it. Get shot in the back by a firefly. Yeah, that tends to what happens to my guys. I, I do think though that there there's a place them because if you're using them like we we talked about before with them being sort of eastern front second string troops. Yeah. Not necessarily the beach defenders, but actually you know modelling them up as second line grenadier units. Yeah. Um, they're so cheap to get, and they get you can get access to that cheap barrage. You know, so that you've got the mortars integral to the unit. So you're spending 30 points out of your 100 points to get a formation. You're probably better off looking at a second formation as well. Yeah. Because that gives you so much durability. Um, and with 70 points to play, or, or you know, if, between 65 and 70, you can get some real nasty stuff in there. I was just and, thinking, if you dump for Stugs out of that platoon. Yeah. Could you make a tiger? Could you make a tiger a small tiger formation? How much is the... Wait, so he's got three tigers yeah. already. There's 23 points for the Stugs. So that give you 59 points for the Yeah, so, that, yeah, so you could um, have a tiger formation as well as for... Um, yeah. For the and, and that's what I've been talking to Luke about in terms of mid-war. Sorry, I've kind of skipping ahead, but for Reading. I was saying for the, yeah. the Brits, it's quite an easy way to get a small rifle um mid-war rifle platoon in there to get the mortars yeah you know instead of having to pay for artillery yeah having that second formation that gives you that integral artillery um is really yeah. really handy yeah, you don't forget those mortars they can be hitting on fives because they're only um green yeah but that's green. fine but you know you you're probably getting a ranged in marker you know 50 percent of the time placed yep yeah so they're, you're dumping that on and they're not you know and they're they're, they're what are you three points Six four points. points. I don't know. Four yeah, points. four points for four. It's, it's a nice cheap platoon. Yeah, and you know you only have to range in once, and then once you range in, unless someone's going to move on you, whatever. Yeah, they're not they're not super, but they're certainly not. Um, they're still going to be considered. They're four, still an eighty-one mil water barrage. 
And you, can you get six of them? I think you can get six of them. Six mortars in the unit if you really want to. Rerolling hits. Oh, I, I, good question. I don't know. Yeah, that would be pretty good. So I mean, I think that's I think that's six points to get six of them in there. So that's you know that's pretty tasty. Um, and like you said, it gives you a lot of flexibility. Then when you want to take in the rest of the unit, I, I personally wouldn't go that heavy on support just because yeah, it doesn't add any big. strength to your formation. I, I think a lot smart. of people, you know, forget that a decent opponent is going to pick on the weakest part of your list. Yeah. If I've got to break that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many tigers you bring. If I can ignore them and just, you know, take out your infantry. That's what I'm going to break and get a company break. That's what I'm going to do. Especially if your tigers are still stuck in reserve. Like they're going to be, that infantry is going to be out on its own. Yeah. it's, It's got to survive. That infantry has to, has to be probably on the table and it has to be able to, at least survive. Yeah, I mean, yeah you've got a lot of do much, but... one, two, three, four, you've got five platoons, but you know they're all going to be hitting on threes. It's going to hurt. I do yeah. think the beach defend is better as a support platoon, maybe. Do it the other way around. Yeah, have a have a good company. Yeah, then add. So have a good armoured company and then have, like I say, um, an infantry platoon, a full strength infantry platoon, maybe upgrade as much as you can just to hold, either hold an objective or be a last ditch um, assault force. Run up a flank if they need to, uh, unopposed, to put pressure on an objective. Exactly, yeah. Specialised small army. Yeah. I think you obviously can can throw some cards in to bolster them a bit, like... um, the three fifty second car, which makes them properly trained. No, 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 doesn't it make them rally on the three plus, which is uh, no, that's helpful. There's definitely some mileage there. I think, I, I think Mark's talked about it, hasn't he? I think he's done some, either talked about it to us or, or written something, where he's, um, you know, extolling the, the virtues of the, um, the beach defence company just purely on it being cheap, decent infantry that can do you a job. Yeah. Don't go expecting too much from them, but it's a block of infantry. Yeah. And any, any block of infantry is going to take time and effort to deal with. And in fact, time is just plowing it with artillery for a couple of turns. But still artillery is not hitting somewhere else. Yeah. I, I think they, they offer real versatility in the Germans because the one thing that Germans have always been is expensive up until this point. Yeah. So you suddenly have got this capacity to take a not an armoured car formation as your second formation or include some cheap infantry in just, you know, if you just want something that's just going to go and sit on a, an objective for you to make sure that, you know, someone doesn't come screaming around the corner with some wrecky stuff and win the game. Uh, yeah. It's not a bad shout at all. Be surprised how, much, how often that happens. Mm. <laughs> or you end up having to bring back a huge platoon. To just guard against that, that can't really kill this small wrecky thing that's hiding. Do they have any integral anti tanks? The only thing, Shreks. Sure. they got two Shreks, is it? They can, they, I think they can get Shreks. Bring okay. um, the book of that, sure. Yeah, one of the one of the one of the, the platoons has got Shreks in, in his example. And they got they can have Faust, which is always handy for point defense. Yeah, Faust are good. Sorry, Faust, not Shreks. Let me have a look again. Yeah, as we said, yeah. just literally got on the screen now. Uh, Beach Defence Company. Both the teams have got Panzer Fausts. But they can have up to two Panzer Shrek teams as well. And they've got uh, three Pack 40s, which is fairly solid. Yeah. Yeah, but that's something to take the formation, isn't it? 
or can you take them as separate? Oh, no, that's uh, yes, the formation thing, yeah. I see, what you, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah I mean, as, if, as, yeah. yeah so as, as a standalone platoon, you go, I mean, even if you take out the maxed out option, MG42s, two HMGs, Panzerfaust, two Shreks, <laughs> I mean, and that's, I mean, already, you know, you've just made this a, a much, you know, as a 10 stand platoon. Yeah. That's still only about 11 points, I think. Yeah, but that's why I don't leave home without my 155s. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At that point as well, I don't think you care if they rally or not. Yeah. In all honesty, just a, a big blob, amorphous blob of. Uh, Pretty German. much how I used to play the uh, the Folkstone platoons in my egg yeah. You sit them on an objective and they just sit there and yep. take it and take it, but you just can't get rid of them without killing them. It would be interesting to see how they would respond to a prolonged. You know, being under barrage from say turn one, and how long they would actually it would actually take you to chew through them, because they're still saving on threes, right? So yeah, threes yeah. and then a, probably a Look, three yeah. or four plus firepower. So I mean, I think they've got some staying power. You got to try and get a max dispersal, so you get a few under each formation and under each blast template. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I say I, I think they've got a lot of place. And I think, like I say, I really like the idea of, of a platoon. As a little vanguard unit to assist an armored force. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, there's lots of like in you know in history examples of why there might be a second tier force in the area while the armor's planned. Yeah. Through, so, well, like you said, if there's a uh, you know a company, the, the armor's racing to you know um, shore up this sector where it's being defended by yeah. second-rate troops and the yeah. might of the Soviet Union's crashing through it. Um, yeah, it's all. Somebody has to do it. And it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm sorry, what? Actually, now think about it, I wonder if you could use them to represent the Romanians. Ooh, that's a good thought. I mean, because the Romanians are always a little bit, um, you know, they, they got a, de- a decent la- um, a decent morale, but the skills probably a bit low for Romanians. Didn't they used to have like um, 8 million bayonets, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah. But that usually meant they had um, low skill, didn't it? And higher morale. Yeah. On the other hand, like I say, their book's coming next year sometime, hopefully, so probably not. Speaking mm. about next books, oh, Ed Sale yeah. asks, what are you most... Is uh, other Ed from the other... <laughs> other places? Already. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the same. Uh, it says, what are you most looking forward to out of the British book? Ooh. Late war British book. So this is... The the new one that's coming. January. Yeah, yeah he, he, it's um, February, I think. February. Yeah. yeah, so he's talking about uh, Fortship and German T Day. So I'm guessing he's talking about World War Two. I have to okay. save my my have to save my um yeah sorry yeah I imagine it's I, I read it as uh, Flames of War rather than T Day. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. I have to save my birthday pennies then for the <laughs> for fun. Could be well, hard. Um, I guess I'm what? looking forward to power troops because I want to use my stuff up my cabinet. So. They're going to be in it, are they? They're in the yeah. Is it still a separate power book, or did that change? No, the bits of British power troops are still part of the British book, as far as I know. Oh. Ba, ba, ba. I'm so confused. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure that was on the open day. They were showing the previews of the British power troops in that segment. I can't remember because I wasn't in the thingy. I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. Yeah, cause I, I think they're. I think they're in there. I think um, 
there could be a the British paratroops were in. There's going to be gliders as well, who are basically like paratroops, but possibly a lower rating. So whereas yeah. paratroops are like veterans, their um, gliders will be trained. I'm hoping that means it's going to be a card for the Ox and Bucks because they really shouldn't be trained. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, hoping that always be tech rocks as well. Maybe a command car for doing the tech for doing them um, six. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. that'd be really cool. Yeah, it's it's so awesome. I'm almost um, resigned to it not actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> will Will Eddie's beloved comets make an appearance? You think? Not for D Day. That'll be for that'll be for the last British book in yeah. two years' time. But that's why said, I used them. That's why but, I used them was to make it, you know to actually use rather than have them sit on the shelf for that amount of years. Mm. It was to actually get them on the board to use them, and then I thought that the, this book was supposed to cover up until the sort of entry of the British forces into Germany. Yeah, so that's yeah, comics. Comics. Okay, comics are like the late, late, late war. Oh, March, uh, March nineteen forty-five. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Noted. Last five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to be in there then? That's not in Fortress Europe. It's good. That's. That's a good question. Right, so what I'm suspecting we'll see is the later version of the Churchill Company. Yes. So the, Ch- the, Ch- oh, yeah. the Churchill um, 7, at the time of 13. Um, obviously, we might see a veteran version of British Fireflies to allow for the likes of 3RTR and the yep. other desert veterans. Yeah, okay. buddy. Um, we'll probably see a more f- uh, commandos, hopefully. Um, Do you think we'll see the funnies? I'm hoping so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. How they'll manifest, but I'd be very disappointed. Well, they have the eight. The, they have AVREs, that's for sure, because they're they're on the plastic Churchill sprue already. Ah, good point. Oh, okay. Yes, that's so you true. have those. You have crocodiles because they're also on the plastic Churchill sprue. Yeah. So it's only the f- crabs. Do they have crab Churchills? Don't they? Yeah. Really, they? Yeah. yeah. Crab Sherman, Sherman crabs. Crab Sherman, Sherman yeah. crabs. You had the bridge laying Churchill. You had a fascine Churchill, but that's also the ARV. They yeah. just turned the turret through ninety degrees. So actually, most of it's already there. So they'll probably they'll either be a support platoon or probably well either a support platoon or a, or a card, I would guess, because you're not going to get a company out of them, right? They were no, they were they're always well, like a support platoon card. Yeah, they did, but they had a, you had to didn't you have an AVRE company like an assault? Wasn't it done as a almost like a camp group, but not a camp group, a task force in version three. Not in uh, the Normandy book, not in uh, okay. Atlant- not Atlantic World, the other one. I'm probably misremembering. Overlord. I don't think it was in there. I'm just trying to think what was actually in there, actually, because that's probably a good way to hark back. But we, a five and a half inch? Do you reckon they get five and a half inch artillery? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing not, because not, we haven't seen any of the old um, towed heavy artillery come back. No, the 155s. So yeah. yeah. The 155 self propelled, though. Not too. Yeah. Ones. Not the long toms. Oh, not the long toms, yeah. So I think, unfortunately, we might not see the 5.5s come back. Hmm. I'm just looking at 42. I'm just trying to remember what the stats are for British. Yeah, so in the book, I mean, the British are confident, trained, careful. So again, I'm wondering if we might see a veteran um, infantry mm-hmm. force for the British, to like, say, for like yeah. 50th time tiers, that kind of thing. Canadians? Canadians, that'd be a good one. Again, oh, it might be a card, oh. but... Um... Cromwell's. Oh yeah, Cromwell's. Cromwell's. Yeah, and the yeah. CS tank for um supporting paratroops as well. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do. So yeah, plenty of stuff. There's plenty of stuff. The real question is what you do after that for, like, say, the later book, and it just be comets. But. Um... 
I, re I really hope they do lots of things like they did on the Americans, actually. You know, whether you've got the infantry regiments have all got their own specific uh, little card. I mean, I, they did it for the Americans, they did it for the, Americans, did it for the Germans. They, they can't not do it for the Brits. <laughs> they have, like, all the different recce companies and infantry. So the infantry, the infantry divisions and armor divisions should be represented. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping we might see, like, um, A, the Commonwealth forces, like Canadians, in there, but also... Desert veteran forces, like say Free RTR and in the yeah. Armoured and the Sh um, Sherwoods, that kind of thing. I'm really um, hoping that they also put the um, self-propelled Bofors back in. Oh yeah, oh the ones on the truck. Yeah, yeah so I might... spent way too long building and magnetising those <laughs> to be in the book. <laughs> my, yeah, the only thing that makes me worried is the fact they said that the new books could be like an all plastic book. And or, or almost all plastic at that point. Say, so, well, that means the tech rights isn't coming back because I can't see a plastic one of those. Yeah, I see a plastic 40 mil, but um, yeah, but they said the book, book, right? The book, not not the cards. cards. Oh, so, yeah. I'm gonna rules lawyer it, <laughs> rules lawyer, rules lawyer, rules lawyer wishing. Well, yeah. no, I just think that the, before we've seen things like the armored half tracks being in the cards, so yeah, the half tracks are, are an option within the German book, but the actual. True. Armoured versions, um, just an upgrade card. Yeah. So maybe maybe you'll find. I mean, you're right. I don't see them. I don't see a plastic tetra because there's no the versatility in that is what the tetra. And also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I love them. Yeah, they are cool. The armoured anti-aircraft German half tracks. Yeah. They did a card for. They don't actually still sell the models anymore. Because they, they went away. Card yeah. battlefront. We, we, just yeah, just yeah. give us a special release for the, for the armored half tracks and the Flak Panzer thirty eight, which we can call an armored half track. Yes, <laughs> I'll give you. I'll literally buy you a platoon pack for uh, Flak Panzer thirty eight T's. I've got. Try buying them. I can't find them anywhere. As soon as you put them on the website, I will literally order three of them straight away. Yeah, I've got two. Yeah, they look so cute. They're so awesome. They're for the my twenty first panzer. I, it's, it's one of those things I scratch my head about because um, Leah had them. Second yeah. panzer had them. 21st Panzer had them, SS yep. had them. It's like, come on, guys, that surely was enough to have that unit in the, in the book. <laughs> like... Well, I, you see, I think this is the downside of them actually listening to us moaning about their release schedules and having product for launch. You know, because they, they, they are focusing on having the, you know, if it's not out, if they don't have the mausoleum, they're not putting yeah. it in the books. But the, you know, yeah, the, but structure, I mean, the structure at the moment is that they there's no they've got a mechanism now to put it in easily afterwards with the wildcard type stuff, you know, because all they have to do is just do your box of three pounds of thirty eight black weapons and put the card in that says this can be taken as a support for this unit, this unit, or as a core. Eddie, 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 that would require to actually use the wildcard slots. I was going to say, have we seen anything <laughs> other than no? Because even the ninetieth light wasn't a wildcard slot, was no, it? Actually, it started off as one, but it became a formation in its own right. Yeah, but the but the thing is, whilst they're full steam ahead doing the main books, while yeah, they yeah. do that, and that's the but, kind of stuff that they might do. You know, I could very much see them doing as once they've done the main nations, and they want yeah. to take foot off the gas for a little bit to give the studio time to breathe and not have a mental breakdown. They can then. Do a, a a smorgasbord of mini, of other releases to bulk out the books that haven't had anything for so long, you know, because a lot of it was 
people who only collected the British or whatever would, yeah. would say, oh, I've not had a book for two years or whatever, which I never understood because if you're a hobbyist, you'll find an excuse to spend money on something else. Yeah, new hotness, always the case. Yeah, exactly. You know, but this, this then gives them the room to, you know, and, and, and the ability to then add the cool stuff back in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's one and done and they never touch it again. And, you know, that's mm. how they like to operate. Yeah, I was forced to Sexton's been the book too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'd forgotten about them. They got, they got priests in Fortress Europe, and I imagine they, they might yeah. have priests in the D-Day books. Obviously, they were used the first few days of D-Day, but Sexton's obviously came to replace them because they liked the twenty-five pounders over the one hundred five. Well, it's because because the Americans have hauled all the one hundred five rounds because it was they're on short supply. Yeah, that's why oh, okay. they're. Um, British, the British priests get used to start off with, and then as the Emma runs down, they get converted to defrocked priests. <laughs> oh, actually, that'd be, cool. that'd be, that'd be yeah. hard, actually, defrocked priests, because you can defrocked do that with current plastic kits. That was my, um, the the British force I had that I, I got rid of that had defrocked priests in it. They, I think they were, what were the veteran, there was a veteran unit that was, yeah. was the highway painters, the sort Highlanders. Like I think, yeah, yeah. I think the high, yeah, Highlanders in the Market Garden books had them. Yeah, yeah, they were like, really cool. I think like the 50 have had them in the TA books. It's just like a really cool unit. It just gives you, you know, it's only like a front armor free APC carried like three stands. With a 50 cal, right? With a 50 cal, but you had like, um, I think they had like two to each rifle platoon. They did, yeah. And yeah. they like, yeah, packed them full of infantry, basically. Well, it, it, Battlefront aren't shy of doing additional sprues to add on to the existing kits like you've seen with the 76 mil. The thing is, you can just do a bit of plastic card. It's, it's a really easy conversion to it, do. It, it's literally what they did. They folded a sheet, didn't they? Yeah, they just basically oh, rolled right. the sheet to the front, rolled the sheet to the back, and then filled the gap with sand. Oh, really? Yeah, just yeah, get like Because, um, you know, beaches, right? Play that round. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, our second part question is, now that we can mix Fortress Europe and German D-Day, what mix and match do you think would have the most fun factor in it? Right. I, I was trying to find out what the exact rule is, because the thing that sprung to my mind was ninth pa- doing Night Panzer properly, which is to say... <laughs> oh, God. Which is to say, use a card. You're supposed to say trigger warning for Duncan. Yeah, I know. Yes, yeah, so use a card. Yeah, you have your um, cheaper you know, Panzers. You have your mobile wagons from the book and the formation. But then you can have your lurks in support for the recce element, because they had lurks, not pumas. Okay. Because right. they, because you, you know, take it as like um, a D-Day, a D-Day formation with Fortress Europe support. I was trying to find out what the exact rule is, what you can, can't, can't do. Okay. There seems to be some debate as to whether you have to have at least one formation from the book. Apparently, the book seems to say that's the case, but Phil seems to have said something else. I think. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, it gets back to do the Germans have a do the Germans have a unified um, force diagram like they did like they eventually end up doing in um, mid war. And that gives them uh, a facility for actually creating all these weird little combinations of units. It it does. So I guess those it creates lots of potential for abuse. Well, they a... abusing never. Mm-hmm. See, the the pro- my nervousness about that is just that that's. That's like you're the Wild West at that point because no one could have play tested all of those combinations. Yeah. Like there's no there's no way on God's green earth that could that could have been, you know. So there yeah. there will be there will be some sleeper, 
unit in there that's just the whole combination that, that reads his ugly head and, and destroys the world. But I, th- I think more op- more options, it's always it's always better, right? Yeah, and we get back to the other thing you do with um, certainly, if not Fortress Europe, um, Fortress Europe, but when the Eastern Front books come out, is like we said earlier about using the beach defence guys to represent various second tier forces on the Eastern Front as a support formation for, I, I think... know, say a, a um, King Tiger, King Tiger. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think I think the, the the American book won't. There's there's nothing really in Fortress Europe that that. No. You know, you need for the American books. It's Only if you've got a massive, a massive desire to have the White Scout card-based cavalry platoons. I think it's the same thing I can think. <laughs> okay, so in that limited niche uh, scenario, then okay. Yeah. But it's not, you know, Fortress Europe really has for the the Americans become unnecessary. I guess. I mean, it's yeah. not obsolete because you can still play with it, right? It's just unnecessary. Yeah. You don't, you don't need anything from it. Correct. Whereas the Germans, yeah, you're right, they've got more variation. But it will only be until the Eastern Front book comes out, at which point all that stuff that we currently have in there will be in the Eastern Front book anyway. Yes, which will disappear. Mm. That's, that's the thing, mm. Fortress Europe really is a get you by, and it will, by its nature, not be rendered obsolete, but it will become obsolescent. Um, but, and for Mark, there's no difference between those two statuses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, so not bad, that's not a bad thing. I mean, it's. Well, no, Buffer, they... Buffer did what they asked us. They gave us something so you could get started with late war. So we didn't have this thing with at the start of version four where people literally could not play. Yes. Dropping a load of money. We always to play a Fortress Europe British game. Okay. Before the book comes out. What, just to say you played one? Because I bought a pack of the British cards thinking, oh, oh I'd be used those, use these loads before the British book. Did we not play, did we not play it? We play a game, your Wolf, I remember your M10s and Shermans. That's what you bought them for, wasn't it? You bought them on the day for that game. I, no, I, um, yeah, then I left them at home. Oh, right. <laughs> having to print it out. So we play another game to justify why you bought. Yeah, we do. We do play another game. Definitely but, would do that. I oh, no, playing games, what a shame. But even in that <laughs> scenario, I was talking to this sort of something I was talking to the new guys or the guys that are coming back to it What was you just need to buy the cards I mean you're, inve- you're talking about investing 10 quid no I did or, that's or the what, thing that's what I'm saying no but I'm just saying even if even if that you only play a handful of games the investment to actually get you up and running again yeah. is small the books are cheap you know the books are hardback they're actually nice they're really nice and, and they're like 12 quid if you can't find somewhere that's selling them for you know 10, 10% off which is everywhere um, the cards are nice, and you don't need the book. You can just use the cards. Yeah. So I think that they've done exactly what we asked for, and we can't bemoan them for that because the Soviet and British players, until those books come out, you're asking them to spin a tenner for something that, yeah, they know that it has a shelf life, but it gives you the ability to play. It is that um, Bravening Hordes for, you know, for those um, countries that don't actually have a, a late war book at the moment. Yeah. Wow, Raving the Horse, that's a flashback. Yeah. That's that's my topical reference, you know. Uh, Eddie coming in with his mid-90s Oasis, I went even further back. Even further back. Further well, back. I think that was still, mid- that's still mid-90s. Oh, I think it was early 90s. I want to Google it now. Oh. Raving the Horse. Sorry, carry on. Okay, so, uh, William White... Asks when Team Yankee switches to version two, what rule change do you think will have the biggest impact? Uh, brackets artillery, 40 percent reserves, formation support, etc. 
and how will your list building change? Well, I think um, the reserves Strat was going to change how you build your reserves because you're trying to get that sweet 40 point unit, won't you? So, four, uh, four Dutch Leopard 2s, basically. There you are, that's your reserve yep. force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in game, I think it's still going to be the artillery because we, yeah. the current state of play of the anti tank guided we- weapons are, you know, the, the ruining of uh, Soviet Horde or Soviet armor, right? And it's pushing everyone to go, right, well, there's no point investing in a, a tank. I might as well go for a BMP. And then you kind of get this vicious perpetuating cycle. I think that the ability for to efficiently dig out infantry, and I mean, some of those rounds that are coming in are going to be, you know, 122s and upwards, right? So they're going to, mm-hmm. they will actually kill what they, you know, fails to save. Yeah. I think that's going to be a real dynamic change. And you, you can't have that British platoon just sitting on an objective and going, what are you going to do? Yeah. No, you have to, because yeah, no one in real life sits under the artillery barrage if they can help it. The other, <laughs> I think... the other question. Sorry. No, I think one of the things people get hung up on is the, is the morale change. I know French players in particular, but I. I, I'm, I don't think it makes as much difference. I haven't played like lots of um, you know, McGax with like two tank platoons, mm. that kind of thing. Yes, you do break, but generally when you're down to that kind of situation, you're going to break sooner or, later, or die sooner or later anyway. Yeah. So I'm not convinced that the French are going to be as badly impacted as some people make out. But they're still cheap as well, aren't they? That's yeah, the thing about cheap, the French. Yeah. They're not, it's not like you're paying... Like oh, you lost, you lost one up to, up to, up to two of ten RCs. Good thing you got another yeah. four of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you, do you think the the other thing I was thinking about this the other day? Do you think the aircraft will shift? Because you know, obviously think... in Flames of War you only get the two aircraft now, and obviously at the moment in Team Yankee you can have was it two to six? Yeah, I, I got a feeling that might stay the same. What they'll do is they'll benefit from the fact that they don't have to take break tests anymore. Because obviously, plane. in version four, you don't take brake tests of planes; they just keep coming to the yeah. dead. I was just Whereas thinking, right just... now, right now in Team Yankee, they can run. Oh, I was... I yeah. yeah, I was thinking of um, obviously with the fate of the nation because that, that fate of the nation has four, has, has platoons, platoons of four. Yeah. So I think two and four. Just, yeah, it might continue into Team Yankee. I guess it's just well, re- representing how air power is a lot more established as a close air support thing by near that period. And and we, when we talked to Oil War, I don't think Oil War had any large helicopter or um, plane formation. I think everything was a maximum of four, from recollection. I don't think you had... Yeah, well, yeah, because, I mean, large than that is atypical. Like, there's anyone that can think of that has more form of four is a Rush, uh, Soviet Su-25 platoon that has six. Has six, okay. and the high And the Russian and the Soviet Heinz have six. Yeah. Okay. Everyone else is but generally I'll, fours. I spend that much money... And, and build and paint that many large models and bring them to the game, you know, well, that's, <laughs> it's got to be a reward in it somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I just wondered if that was going to change because obviously um, that changed in um, version four. Well, the E2 isn't replacing any of the actual army list as far as I'm aware. No, everything, no. everything stays valid. So I don't see how you would change that without changing the army list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, okay. and like I said, the fact that, like, say, Fate of the Nation still had four, you know, four, um, four strong platoons of aircraft, just that. Yeah, it's okay. not just a, it's more of a World War Two thing rather than a version four thing. Well, World War Two, the air support, the um, the anti-aircraft isn't that good. No, yeah, it's it's not um, 
sort of game. You, know, you, know, you can characters. imagine trying to try bring two aircraft to, to a fight, <laughs> like um, SA-13, Shulkers. Yeah, Bye. Um, but I wonder if they'll put the uh, the transport platoon rules in. Oh, for soft vehicles. In, no, in, I not, hope so, no, yeah. No, in terms of like the BMP, if you have a BMP unit and the infantry, yeah. the yes. leader of the BMP has to end up within six right. inches. Sorry, so, I'm with you. Yes. If you remember, absolutely. in favour nation, the BMPs don't have that because they're, they're proper IFVs, whereas the APCs the BTRs yeah. and M one thirteens do. Oh, so I think yeah. I think we'll see that distinguished. I think we'll see infantry fighting vehicles not have that rule. And yeah. APCs yeah. will. I think we'll hopefully see the proper version four interpretation where you can actually withdraw them yeah. anytime they're empty. Once they go, they go. So that will give you a differentiation as well when things like the Bradley do arrive as well, right? So the yeah, Bradley... and those sort of stop these bloody annoying things, the four three twos running around shooting like shooting the hails from machine guns. That kind yes. of yeah, GMPs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably a good chat, actually. That, that's, I do wish there's a little bit more nuance to that rule because it gets that annoying thing where what you want to do is have their um, APCs, basically, they drop the guys off and they sit back and just provide machine gun fire over the top. Yeah. But you have to keep them in six inches. They, just get, they end up tripping over each other, which is a little bit of a... Almost like it's too much the other way. But Well, the thing is, they wouldn't... If they're much further than... Backs and that, then they're I guess they do them in the game, aren't they? Yeah. And you know, if you want support in assaults, they've got to be that there anyway. Yeah, true. It does make them a bit unwieldy, but yeah, I see. I see exactly what you're saying. If you if you made it any bigger, it would be probably detrimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's 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 well, that's something I haven't considered. That's a good call. I like that. Um, also, we're going to see well. The formation, the unit coherency would just become, you know, the bubble that's supposed to being able to do it in a line and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that bigger thing for larger units that you get in version four, which you didn't yeah. get. Yeah. Yeah. They might get they might get that real line of stern, which always causes headaches anyway. So. Yeah, I think we're um, if we, obviously we've been playing Team Yankee when we do play it as Fate of a Nation rules anyway, so it's kind of we're already in that kind of mindset so yeah it's hard to see what we don't use if that makes sense yeah um but yeah and then vincent again uh, asks uh, do you think team yankee version t will bring new rules that might be added to flames of war in the future uh, i'm assuming that's <laughs> cool mechanic rules rather than things like the technology where you've already got things like thermal imaging and, and yeah, infrared I, and stuff I like that i think yeah. they'll just bring it up to be level yeah i, 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 I all I don't see why they would. Yeah, all the main game systems, because that's the thing, is to make it easier. I'm going to see. I'm going to be the cynical person here and point out that Ooh. when they brought out version four late war, they changed it all slightly to version four mid war. So I'm not going to rule it out entirely. <laughs> does Team Yankee at the moment have the you can win on your opponent's turn? It does if you use the more mission pack. Okay, it's not built into its rule set like it is. Okay. But again, that's what I mean. So version four didn't have that in the rule pack either until the late war version of the rule book came out. Uh, yes. So okay. I think we might see, I'm not going to see we're going to see a major rewrite of the rules like we did with um, version four, but we might see some <gasps> tweaks with the Team Yankee version two. Do, do you think we'll see the hollow ground of a timing chart? Because when we're talking about, you know, um, unit formation, victory uh, conditions. We were having that discussion, weren't we, about um, when exactly do you roll for 
yeah. remember what it was now. Because it, it used to be at section five of the of the, of the dining yeah. days. Then it was not in there, and then apparently it, it turns out actually it should be in the section five of the, of the dining face. But um, yeah, I think well, it, it needs to be, it needs to be clarified because just too much. You know what war games like, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of anything else that you check it at the start of the turn. Can. Yes, but rare. Where did the start of the turn? After I've won or before? <laughs> it's important. Like <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Uh, hmm. No, I'm, I'm. I can't think of anything else. But then again, you're right. We've went, we've really only been playing Fate of a Nation and T, uh, V4. So I haven't played Team Yankee for a while. So trying to remember yeah. what the differences would be would probably be my first hmm. first drawback. First challenge, yeah. <laughs> I must okay. like I say, one of the things I need to work out they do is obviously in favour of the nation they make guided missiles lose concealment when they fire. Uh, so one of the, yeah, one of the things I'm curious to see is how they handle hammerheads like um, swing fire, the hammerhead the system, things that, yeah. things that don't lose their gun to ground when they fire. Cause obviously, you can't lose concealment but keep your gun to ground. Otherwise, what's the point? So I'm assuming what they what they actually changed to is you just don't lose your concealment, but they might lose the ground now or something like that. So yeah, so a small minute and small negative for doing it. Not yeah. Otherwise, if you lost the concealment, you you'd lose the gun to ground anyway, wouldn't you? Correct. It's a double it, double negative. Well, they could they could just change the wording of the hammerhead rule. Yeah, there's ways they can do it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure. We'll see. It's exciting times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's the end of the officer question answers. Yeah, there you go. That was. Um, there were some good ones in there again. Some good we stuff. need to do that more often. We have some good listeners. I, I'm Me actually, too. We, I actually really impressive listen to the show. Carl, our, li- our listeners are far better than the show deserves. Yes. <laughs> Long. At one point, can we call them long suffering? Long suffering. Well, well episode eighteen. I, I, we've been going for more than a year now. I, I, I'm happy to call it long suffering. Episode eighteen, average of two hours in a, an episode. Thirty six hours of utter nonsense. Wow. I mean, that's like <laughs> watching like BBC Parliament for like three days. It's, it's... <laughs> or, or fifteen minutes at the moment. <laughs> Can we just have Eddie scream order down yeah. the phone? Order. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you open up the uh, when you find out that you ha- you've uh, Got yeah, one less direct debit that comes out of your bank payments, so you actually have some money at the end of the month. Order! Yeah. <laughs> here, 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 here. I'm actually reclining as we speak. I'm trying to bring it back. Uh, You're trying so... to leak it out. Yeah, just gently. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of ordering and uh, reasons to spend money on hobby, events coming up. Yes, yeah. the, there are some. The Flames of War GT at Firestorm Games in Cardiff on the Sonics. What does GT start? Yeah, great times. The European Grand Poobah. Toasties. I don't know. It's in Cardiff, Wales, Welsh. Well, it's on the second yeah, of November, yeah. so you know we are talking dystopian future at that point, right? So yeah, this is past the end of all British civilization as we know it, apparently. So. Um, Rice and beans. Um, beans. Well, cheese and peaches. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what what is it and where is it and how much is it? It is. Go, Eddie. A. You're going. Last minute. Well, I'm hoping to go. I'm going to try my best <laughs> to go. Um, 
It is a last minute uh, attempt to have a uh, Flames of War Grand Tournament, um, which is going to be the 2nd and 3rd of November uh, at Fast on Games in Cardiff. There'll be five games um, over the two days, but they're yep. also going to be previewing Team Yankee version two with the new Flames of War British as well. So this is um, in association with Battlefront as well, isn't it? Yeah, so it's Breakthrough so... Assault has been asked by Battlefront to run the day. Um, Take one for the team. Take one for the team. Hosp- yeah. It's a very different the hospital pass. Yeah. For <laughs> our name to something that's been arranged very much at the last minute, as we, we are aware. It's, you know, well, it's, it's nearly October, let's be honest. It's nearly October. Um, but <laughs> but know, it's, it's, still, it's still the official one, so uh, the official event, so you're going to get your 2019 Call Objective marker, right? Which is, yeah, um, it's, uh, which is cool. Rommel, Rommel on the beach. beach. His... Yeah. Which uh, I might have to get you to get me one of them, Eddie. Like, as in just... Yeah. Yeah, hit someone with like a, a sock full of two peas and rob me one. A sock full of lead models. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like one of those old dreadnoughts from uh, 40k. Yeah. <laughs> um, for murder. <laughs> but, so they'll get that. You also get, I think you get hot food both days. So you don't have to worry about lunches oh, and that kind that. of stuff. Yeah, I think it's it is. Do you get fed as well? Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a, uh, a Firestorm Games in Cardiff. So for anyone that doesn't know, it's, better a, all the time. It's, um, um, it's a pretty massive hobby. Um, Utopia, Maybe. I think it now, isn't it? Yeah, I've never Utopia. actually been. I had a lot of dealing with, you know, I've heard a lot, of, a lot about them. I've never actually managed to get all the way down there, so or over there rather. Um, so the Friday night is, um, it's going to be open. There'll be people collating in that area, and I think there's casual gaming, and that will be when the Team Yankee Two preview is going to be. And then it's five games across the two days, so it starts on Saturday, nine a.m. ish, and it will. You'll have three games, and then I think the second day is again 9 a.m. and it finishes around four. So it's, it's going to be intense. So we could do five games in one day. Easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll knock them out. It's, what, an hour and yeah. a half a game? Yeah, boom. Bish, bash, wash. Yeah. Hope it's All right. We'll bring some, uh, bring some other stuff. We could do, like, two games at a time. Yeah. Finish one. Not the guy, <laughs> not the guy who's playing four games of chess at once. but just Exactly. Like, <laughs> some kind of brain man. Like, uh, more, you know, different, different, <laughs> different games. <laughs> yeah so it, it does genuinely look i know it's people are you know gonna have to get in the diaries fast but it does genuinely look cool um they've said i think they've said that there'll be plaques available for the winners as well whichever it's all, decide always wins. well supported and yeah. hobby is one of the major motivations for going i'm not gonna lie no um, so, so i'm hoping win- Without Germans, not Germans. I was going to talk about my list for a bit, or you, you got. No, I was just going to say if you, if anyone's interested in going, uh, there's a post up on Broke for Assault. Go have a look there. It links back through to the Firestorm Games events page, and uh, you can order your tickets from there. I think tickets are thirty quid. Is that what we? Yeah. We said. Uh, yeah. So yeah, two days. Um, they've only just gone up recently, so there's still tickets available. So get yourselves over there. Um, have a look, see if it's of interest, and uh, get it booked up. Do recommend uh, if you are looking at hotels, uh, recommend getting uh, in early with those because Cardiff is quite a uh, hot spot on the weekends, isn't it? So yeah, make sure that yeah you've got adequate uh, time to get yourself a decent hotel as well. So you're not sleeping in the car park. Exactly. Just talk, talk to Lenny Henry. He'll sort you out one. It'll be all good. <laughs> um, so I was hoping to take my late war US Shermans. 
Oh, that's what we haven't actually talked about that, have we? It's, um, it's all late war. It's yeah. late war, 100 points. Late war Shermans. So, right. US? US. My third armoured, my beloved third armoured spearhead, but in D-Day format. Um, so, it'll be two, two Shermans for HQ, which you have to have. Then yep. two platoons of five Shermans. A full five seventy six mil platoon. Four. This is the thing I'm not too sure about. Four one hundred five millimeter Shermans. Ooh, I do like the one hundred five millimeter Shermans, but yeah, four. Four is ballsy. Because they're part of the formation. Mm, Right. See, mm. I'm I'm not going to go against you because I went against you on the Panzer four short barrel. And I became a convert, convert to it later, so I'm, I'm going to see how this one plays out. <laughs> my 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 comment on that, and I don't know if you can do it, is I really love the M8 Scott. Like I love that that little it's cool that little butte. It's yeah. really cool, and three of them is probably just as effective. Now I don't know if you can get them in an M4 Sherman company. Is the question? Yeah, you can't, unfortunately. You can't. So you, and obviously, the 105 to, has the advantage. Mm, Direct fire, it's brutal. Yep, it like, is. Got the firepower kick. It's, but how many points that, is that's it? That's my Swiss Army knife artillery. Quite... So it's four of them is fourteen points if you're doing mm. third armored, which are the confident trained. Yeah. And they're the ones that hit on threes. Hit on threes, mm-hmm. and it's front armor seven. You got a good remount, haven't you, as well? So if they don't kill uh, you, three plus, three plus yep. left hand. Direct I... fire, twenty-four inches. Rate of fire one, and to take nine, yeah, but two up firepower, brutal. Is, is it heat as well, isn't it? The right? No, it's no, not. No. No, it's slow like firing, so you're going to hit. In... If you move Yeah, in. but you shouldn't be firing at tanks. You've got other things to fire at tanks. It really but just... it's also a 48-inch firepower three-up barrage. Yep. And there's a smoke bombardment. I mean, it's it's not... Yes, yeah, Lee's right. It's not not useful, and I think if you are going to take them, you need to take four rather than two. Two just seems yeah like putting you know good money after bad, if you like, because um, the four at least gives you a proper barrage. Yes. Now, I, I guess the the information. Mm, if the West comes to the West, they're a, they're a high armor machine gun carrier, aren't they? As well. There you go. They've all got a fifty cal. And they've all got a hole in a coax still. So that's five yeah. empty shots stationary, four on the move. Are you yeah. still taking the obligatory 81mm mortar platoon, though, as well, I assume? No. Mm. Because my next support option... Oh, is that 155s? For 155 self prepared long time. <laughs> so, so my question... Hand up, please. Question. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we not take the mortars and the 155s rather than the Shermans? Because the Shermans are, are cool and no one but, ever uses Okay, them. question answered. They're cool, that's um, fine. Also, yeah, I mean, they're just front slab Shermans, like slab fronted Shermans. They are the, um... cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I just think that's a lot of points then to get, you know, potentially two barrages in. Because what's the 155s? They're not cheap, are they? Because no. they're proper. They're proper. You're gonna sit under this pie plate. And I'm gonna just gut you like a fish. Yeah, because they then have you. You then take the AOP to go with them. Mm, but that's just <laughs> but aren't you like sinking like 30 points into artillery at that point yes <laughs> okie dokie <laughs> but then that counteracts the lack you know the, the, in my head 
everyone sits there and they go, I'm going to have a Sherman company. I'm going to have some self-propelled mortars. I'm going to have an ARP platoon. And that's my late war Sherman company. Right, okay. So I went, well, why not put, you know, go armour and essentially negate the advantages of machine guns? Um, What's my big weakness? Oh, my big weakness is, you know, going to be infantry, in which case artillery. Did you, I'm probably jumping ahead again, but did you look at the Thunderbolts? Now that's the thing, the 104s may get swapped for Thunderbolts. Okay. With Napalm. Ooh. Because Napalm. Yeah, this this is when Lee comes in and goes, Hot Sticky Death! Yeah. Hot Sticky Death. There you go. (laughs) Um, Um, And then the last, yeah, so it's it's four 105s in the Shermans, Long Toms, an AOP, um, a Recce Platoon, Little Greyhounds. Yep. And that leaves me one point for my lucky obligatory lucky card. There's no better way to assert domination than tournament. Come up to the table and just put a big hot sticky load right on the right on the opponent's arm. Ooh. Ooh. Right, right on the opponent's models. Oh, I don't feel well. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. So what's your what's your plan then for like high armor? Is it just the seventy sixes? Just largely. The 76s. Okay. Well, okay. is, and then you've got uh, still direct got fire AT-15 155s my god if you're resorting to using your 155s as tank destroyers I think you know <laughs> well, t- times is desperate right they're Jesus. hit on fours 24 inch range 24 inch range isn't much <laughs> okay Eddie <laughs> Okay, uh, that's, that's not the long range you might think it is. No. This is the Great War, twenty-four inches. Much. <laughs> I've just got visions of you now chasing around KV ones. A veteran with a three-up cross. So I sit more than two inches from the edge of the wood. You can't hit me. You've yeah. got your tigers or whatever. You're going to think twice because if I hit you. All of a sudden, your lovely front armor nine is a six to glance with an auto firepower. Oh, oh, suit you, sir. <laughs> okay. And also, I can artillery fire out the wood anyway. Because, yeah. Because you can now. So they can sit quite nicely out of line of sight, doing their normal job, and then dissuade anyone from getting too ballsy. I think we play a game. I think you're not going to get your answer to this without playing. On all, in all honesty, I thought. No. I I'd be nervous not having um having just five Sherman. What's what's your forty percent as well? For I haven't quite got that far yet. <laughs> okay. I was just, yeah okay. Hmm. It's interesting. I've, I mean, I love the one hundred and five s. I had them in V three because they again. You're right. They just look just cool, cool as what's it. Um, yeah. But yeah, just, I don't know. They're fourteen points, and I, I, I think you're going to struggle with getting there, both of them in, as well as the one one fifty fives. Yeah, one or t'other for me. But uh, yeah, we'll throw it on the table. You can shell my twenty first pounds into next week, and then I'll tell you you're right. <laughs> 
How about that? It's not, How about them potatoes? You know, the reserves will hurt. Well, it depends what you're up against. Because, I mean, the, the Sherman 76s are, what are they? 20-something points, aren't they? 23 points. So if you did the Shermans and the 105s in the reserve, that's 37 points. So you could put your recce, depending if you want the spearhead mm. or not, if you're going to be aggressive. But if you're not pushing aggressively, then the recce can also go reserve. That's your 40 points in three units. Yeah, I think, because Mark was talking about this, wasn't he, with the Americans. It's because their units are that that bit cheaper that actually you, you can't kind of avoid having three lots of multiple yeah. units in, in reserve. Um, I mean, the recce, the 105... Yeah. And then the 76s. So you've got no infantry in there at all? No. As well? Because they, yeah. Okay. No, that wasn't a criticism. That was just a... Well, then that's also why the bombardments are there. Because if you get some yeah. guy who's holes up in the middle of a village... Oh, absolutely. You just, you yeah, just shell the Well, so especially if you're taking the AOP. Because the AOP goes, oh, I can see you from everywhere. Yep. I don't you really care. That is the downside. Yeah, but you can still spot, can't you? You still got your pre-range bombardment stuff coming in. Um, if I, I think if you have the the observer with the um, uh, lightnings as well, because it makes people go, well, <laughs> do I really want to shoot absolutely everything at these planes? Because my A8s, I could do with shooting at Sherman's next turn. Yeah. So there's still a, there is a decision to be made there as well, which is you know we all know that making people make decisions is is good because people invariably get one wrong at some point. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like yeah, it. I it's, think well, it's, mine is, it's the first. Yeah. It's the first spitball for kind of how to build upon two hit the beat sets without breaking the bank on models I don't currently have. That's also a limiting thing. Of yeah, so what do you actually need to get for them? Is it, um, is it much? The you've got the one hundred fives now, haven't you? Yeah, I got those in a good deal, didn't I? The only thing I don't have is the recce and the one hundred fives. The recce and one hundred fives. Oh, okay. So I have one platoon. I have got previously. I've got one HVSS 105 Sherman, which is obviously part was part of my old late war, late late yep. war US list. Hmm. So okay, I do have the Thunderbolts, which is why I was like I could put them in, but then if I take the Thunderbolts. That's one less core platoon, and at the moment it's a really solid formation. Yeah, I, I, I think you at know, some point you've got. You're going to have to compromise around those because again, it's another, it's it's more barrage than anything else. Again, so that's another pet template. Well, you got, got the Shermans as well. No, I just meant that if you, the more point is that you can't take more Shermans out to get another barrage, and you don't need another barrage. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're kind of looking at it, going, well, um, okay, which bit do I? I can't dilute my um, core formation fighting strength by including more support options. I mean, the other thing would be just to ignore. The Tigers. Which is always a rally tactic. Yeah, you know, that's, 21 Sherman. that's 21 Sherman holes. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've actually had a little bit of experience with that. We played, didn't we? Yeah. And the, you know, the Shermans, they don't take on Tigers, really. They're not, yeah, they're 76 yeah, bells. We've got a chance, but you can't. Stopped. Yeah, you can't do what the Shermans do best, which is continue wandering around just shooting anything that they can possibly target yeah, just into a, we can't get onto a um, just a tit for tat shot because you yeah. you won't win that yeah um, 
So yeah, it's a valid a valid tactic is just to go, eh, have fun, I'm off. If you push in three places at once, they can't stop you. Well, just, just, you don't have enough tiger holes, especially if you're playing a game with reserves. So the other the other high armor you're going to see is Soviet, right? So what's KVs? Nines? Yeah. So yeah, there's not there's not tons of stuff that's going to be really super high armor. I think Stugs are sevens as well, aren't they? So sevens you should be able to trade off with to an extent. What's eighth? What's the elephant? Oh, that's the third down, sixteen. It's just potty. I mean, you're going to see two of them or something like that. So it's not again. You can ignore it probably. Yeah, you just don't. I don't even think you play with them at that point. You just let them go on with it because you're not going to get anything till you get to a flank shot. Mm. I'm pretty, pretty sure. I mean, the thing with the third lands are they just kind of you have to just let them get on with it. I mean, yeah. Well, you just rush them with infantry. Yeah, which you, you don't just, have. You just push them back yeah. every time. You know. Yeah, but I mean, you've got if, again. If the worst comes to worst, you just start bombing them. Yeah. I mean, you just go fishing for ones, bail them, and see if you can keep them bailed out long enough to, you know, get them to break or or what have you. Or I mean, the one hundred fives are the one fifty fives are eighty three with a two up firepower. So yeah, I think the, the Ferdinand's twos top armor. Oh, they are top armor too. Aren't I they? think they're top armor too because they're tigers. So yeah, you're fishing for ones to bail them out, but. Yeah, like oh my god, <laughs> Eddie! If you can side shot a, a Ferdinand with a one five one fifty five, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you you win the all the internet points available. I mean, that's just yeah, that's just crazy. It's crazy talk. Yeah. Also, also known as Eddie talk. Cross country dash eighteen. Confident motivation for follow me. What do you yeah. think, Lee? Because, uh, you know, you've had more experience with allies than me. I... <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> A long exhalation. <laughs> it's, I, I, so, every time I've used allies so far, I've lost. So I'm not even sure if I'm qualified oh. to answer. But um, Resin comment. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's viable. My, my only hesitation is having both the long toms and the 105s on the list. Yeah. I think there's, I mean, did you have Recky? I can't remember if you had Recky in the list. Yes. Right, see, the only food group you haven't got is infantry, which is always makes yep. me a little twitchy, cause I, it's, but you can get away without having infantry if you, if you get their objective placement down, choose your mission stances correctly. It's not the be-all and, be and end-all. Um, I think, like you say, we just got to get on the table and play it a few times and see how it does. But I, I think, think it's got think, potential. I do think you have to throw it down against some stuff that's, you know, the 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 antithesis. So lots of infantry, um, yeah, lots high of AT weaponry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just see see how it fares. Yeah, but that's where the comes in. You see, well, no, exactly. But you know, you need to see it on paper. That's that's great. Uh, we all know that lasts. You know, all of no time at all in terms. There's also of, there's also the, the, uh, the GT factor where people take what they perceive. You know everyone's going to be bringing and when you bring a slightly left field list yeah super min maxed optimized meta meta list metatron sorry falls against it they're like oh, oh it's like it mean yeah no I, to have two bombardments like and loads of shermans no no i mean that is that is play or 
you know, second guessing the meta is is part of that those kind of tournaments, yeah. isn't it? I mean, you've got to you've got to have a plan. Well, and also, I mean, whatever your list is, as long as you know how it works, your opponent doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Especially if they've not seen it before, or played it before. So there, there is that that factor as well of well, I don't really know what to do against this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll sort some games out. If in doubt, time on target. <laughs> well, so I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing. I, I'm the moon Aring about doing grand tournaments. I must admit, I, I, I don't know why it suddenly got my attention because I don't really like grand tournaments. As far as I'm concerned, the F in grand tournament stands for fun. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm looking. To, I, I'm, so what I'm thinking of doing is actually going left field. And actually, the worst thing I could possibly take to a tournament, which is T thirty fours. Yeah, do it. So HQ T thirty four eighty five. Two yep. platoons of two and two of seventy six and eighty fives. Because you, know, you can't, you got to, you can't, you can maximum you can have is two is two eighty fives at any one time. Yeah. Um. Three of the two pound late late two pound of Valentines. Here at SMG Company. Um. Four two eighty fives, four two seventy sixes, two ill twos, and a recce platoon to give me the spearhead and scout. I was, just, I mean, I was really impressed with the ill twos. Um. When we played that seventy-five point game, I was. I mean, did you know how many times they turn up in my game versus Tony? Uh, out, out, of, out of out of out of ten turns. Oh, I, I sent some rage. Was it none? none? I didn't yeah, turn okay. at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. I know it's a statistic mm. out there, but it's, uh... so it's that got, that gives you your two barrels templates again, doesn't it? That list you just went through. Yeah, so the old sex, the suits, the sixes, and the and the ill twos. Yeah. It gives me two sort of infantry, though the recce ones just really like the spearhead, because that's what it's for. Yeah. Um, what I really do is mm. actually get some BA10s, because I'll be better at it. It's just, I'm just going what I've got. And right now, that's, this is what I can do, pretty much what I've got to have. Yeah, BA10s are really handy. They are, I just haven't got any of them. Um, are they still in... Oh, because it's Fortress Europe. Answer my own question. Sorry. So are they still in there? Yeah, they are, yeah. So I think, I mean, like I say, against Tony, it did fairly well. I just sort of fluffed myself out of it at the end, basically. Yeah. Hmm. I think, like I say, what I prefer to do is drop the recce platoon, put in the BA-10s, and give the Hero SMG, who have more top cocktails, but also a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. That... And possibly give See... the Valentines a six-pounder. I don't know if the Valentines need it, because you're not, you're, they're not really there to shoot stuff, are they? It was kind of handy when I played... Who was I playing? I must be dead. Maybe it's maybe it's Fez. Well, I had that platoon of them with a six pounder. It's just yeah, enough. Tied up. Not cheap. Yeah. Because you didn't really I'm... want to run past them in case I managed to get a, a cheeky shot with a six pounder. Well, it's not even that. Just driving onto the objective and winning the game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Cheeky Valentines. Cheeky Valentines. Well, Valentines just a pain, I imagine, at that point because they're yeah. still. Their armors, you know, despite being a mid-war tank, it's still good enough to turn, you know, a decent amount of late-war armory yeah, inside. It's, it's, it's not armor six box though, so yeah. So that's I something mean, that's handy. I mean, and what I have to pay up at that point is the two eighty fives and two eighty sixes are basically primed and dry brushed. So I just need to do detail work on them. Okay. The ill twos I need to get, and the BA tens I need to get if I was going to put the BA tens instead of the recce infantry. Hmm. It's not a lot. It's, no. yeah, it's, it's bits, but you're, you're right. It's not tons to it's stuff I get can through. Feasibly get done by November, put it that way. Hmm. 
I just need to get permission slip. <laughs> yes. Your leave request, bro. So, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to GT yet, but I am looking at it. <laughs> I mean, the other, the other option I have is to go with my original first ever Flames of War army, which was Panzerleer. Because I did that 100-point list, which was mm. two full Panzer Grenadier platoons with Fausts and Shreks, Grills, um, the AA Wesps, four 88 uh, millimeters, five Panzer Fours and some Pumas. Mm. Which does seem a little bit, you know, better and unique for me in that I don't have any Tigers. Um <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't think it's necessarily better than what you just went through with your Americans. I think it's just, it's still a variation. It's still a medium tank company with, I suppose it's got, mm, well, I just thought myself out of that, actually. It's, <laughs> the, mm, I don't know if, yeah, I'll I stand by it. I don't know if it's necessarily better. I think it's different. Uh, I think it's still got some challenges, though. I think the 488 would be funny. Which ones are you taking? The just the standard flak ones? Standard or... ones, yeah, yeah, flak eighty eight. Not the barragey ones. No, no, and no oh. pack front either. Oh, the barragey ones are cool. Yeah, pack, yeah. pack front. Mm. Pack front, yeah, in the bin, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil, but <laughs> get yeah. in the bin. It's just we could all yeah. see it coming when we read it for the first time, couldn't we? Oh, it's just. I mean, the fact that the, the one that's really got my yeah collar up is the um. Nerbleworth thing. It's not even. I don't even think it's good. Someone, someone's been saying that they're going to get six single Nerbleworthers in pack front. You're like, what? What, 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 what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what? I suppose law statistics is if you roll, roll, hit the same team six times, the one's going to hit. But well, I think it's just they, they, massive they, pie um, just, I think on Facebook he's kind of going through and saying, "Oh, you're not supposed to be able to bombard out of them." It's just going to slow the game down. That's the thing. Someone yeah. said bowling to range in five million times. I just looked at yeah, I, just because you the should. Miss all the could, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I looked at that and I, was like, I just don't even know. I don't know what that's doing. I don't know what, yeah. I mean, pack front to me, like I, I even get the argument that um, probably shouldn't be necessarily BAA. But you did, I mean, the thing is, it goes back to that it happened once scenario, doesn't it? didn't it? With, you know, there was once an AA platoon or a single AA gun that got all his mates got overrun, but he stayed there, bravely hammering away. Yeah, well, they, the thing is, but, they they have those, but in the missions where they're supposed to be, like in the D-Day, American D-Day mission, you know. Yeah, Mark Gun book used to have like that fortified um, eight-eight list, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's I mean, recalled long enemy port tanks and re wasn't it if it hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Well. That's it. My favourite use for 88mm um, used to be, you know, 48-inch machine guns with the rate of fire 3 with the extra crew. Yep. Yep. Just... <laughs> oh, you're Dougie Nye? That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, I don't know, it's, yeah, pack fronts, pack fronts another topic of conversation for another day, I think, but. Show us another topic. Yeah. Warfare. Hey. On the 16th and 17th of November. Rumour people. Shermans, not Germans. Shermans, not Germans. And yep. uh, having decided that I'd probably be painting 22 Shermans or 21 Shermans for my... Um, 21 Americans. Shermans to go. 21 yeah, exactly. Oh, God. 
It's, you know, it's just I need, to, I need to find all of my stowage to make them look cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that's the problem there. Well, <laughs> I fell into a couple of YouTube holes, black holes. But, ooh, don't do uh, that. And reference photos as I, you know, get more. Um, You're upping your hobby game. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, every armored vehicle is just absolutely swimming with stuff that they don't want to have to carry. So looking Boxing. at all the vanilla tanks, you know, fresh out of the factories and how they actually went into combat. Um, what are you what are you using for that? Are you going to make your own stuff? Or you, have you found a... Well, uh... I, I need to take, I have the BF blisters and extras and surpluses yeah. stashed away in my hobby supplies that I need to dig out. Um, I think I'm going to go super heavy on the um, the British ones uh, because they are supposed to be sort of Italian um, what do you call it like Italian veterans of the Africa campaign kind of thing okay yeah they've already been through Africa and now they're coming into um, <sighs> why can't I use my words Use your big words, Elliot. Coming into Italy. That's the one. There you go. Yeah, so 100 points of mid-war British Shermans is... Uh, I'm trying to find the list now. What I can find is my Fortress Europe list. Uh... Yeah, because you, you cheated on this. I still I still adamant that you cheated because we were both talking about our US Shermans and then you changed the rules. We were. Any Shermans. Boo. Well, that's because you came up the hashtag Sherman's not German. <laughs> I know. It's my own fault. Oh. US Sherman's. All right. Oh, now he's rules lawyering, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wargamer, have you met me? Yeah. There you don't go. even know no. you are anymore. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> You checked that. It's 105 <laughs> points. Okay. For, for warfare. Uh, yep, it is, which 16, is nice. 16th and 17th of November. At least for the mid-war. Yeah, I, d- I don't even. I haven't even looked at the, the rules pack for late war review because obviously. No. We, no. no. So, if so, you want, if you want to go onto the website, it is. Um, if you just Google warfare Reading twenty nine tw- tournament, there's yeah. all of the packs up there, isn't there, for all the different periods and stuff. So, and I don't know if there's any tickets left. If you if you don't end up going to the the, the tournament, come along to the day, bring all of your cash <laughs> because I'm having a, a huge pay for Eddie's wedding clear out of Hobbit <laughs> in the Brigham Bay. So yep. uh, there'll be some... You name it, it'll be on there. It'll be there, it, you know, in, in one way or another. Um, but my Amer- uh, British Sherman Armoured Fist Force is HQ of two Shermans, a Sherman Armoured Troop of three Shermans, another Sherman Armoured Troop of three Shermans, another Sherman Armoured Troop of three Shermans, and then two platoons of Universal Carriers in support. So that is just Sherman's. And six Universal Carriers. Now, before I decided it was Italy, I wanted to give Universal Carriers, because I had two points left, the boys' anti-tank rifle upgrade for one point. However, I don't know if that is... By Italy, they'd probably got rid of them all. He says... Questioning. Um, I did actually. Let's look it up. Ooh, 
Or I could swap one of them because that's what three points. Or I could swap one of the Universal Carrier Platoons for a Daimler Dingo, Daimler Armor Car for two Daimlers and a Daimler's always nice. That's very Italy, isn't it? Daimler's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might do that because I think I found the blisters for those the other day. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's a fair reason. Oh, in the pile of shame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The hobby pile of shame. Because that makes them the same points cost. Don't know if I have four. I might have a platoon universal carriers. I mean, I can proxy the the boys as a peer, right? Yeah, probably. Oh no, um, I don't know. Because what with the best best one in the world, warfare was last year the the place that I couldn't um, use any tank rifles for um, two point eight centimeter any tank rifles. Really. Yeah. So if you if you're planning on doing that, I would definitely yeah. email them in advance. Okay. And ask the question because I I made that assumption and then had to um, rapidly change what I was going to. I was originally going to bring the ninety. It's like, and interestingly, I came across those three. I actually ordered three separate anti tank rifles to do, and I came across them the other day in my hobby pile of shame. Yeah. Thinking, oh yeah, I really need to do those. Well, what I could do is get a twenty eight millimeter scale. Uh, boys and tank rifle and glue that on top of my half track because nowhere does it say it has to be one to a hundred scale models and then it's WYSIWYG okay <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh god <laughs> it is WYSIWYG <laughs> sorry it, it, uh... yeah I think you'll find there you go I think you'll find <laughs> nowhere in the rule book does it state that it has to be oh dear look yeah <laughs> hmm. uh, I see oh, how many Daimlers I've got if I've got enough Daimlers I'll swap them out see that's quite a scary amount of Shermans though because mid-war we've already published the Sherman yeah. is a good it's a good tank he's a good tank I mean it's a that one uses the British ones uh, but they're, they're quite Probably. handy aren't they from memory they're just um, they're hit on fours yeah that's yeah. I mean well, Five up last stand. But if you're not hitting and dying, then and they that's never going to come into play, right? Yeah. And they they are only they're trained on a four plus. They're trained on a four plus. Okay. So they don't hmm. stabilizers. I mean they're not as good as the Brit- the American ones. But mm, but they do something different they do, though, don't they? They do have the hit on fours, yeah. The hit on fours is... Do you have smoke? The American yeah. ones have smoke? Yeah, I think they right. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. just that hitting on fours is going to be annoying because it's, you know, like we've always said, that's your best armour and it's already got decent armour behind it. Yeah, in so, front six. Yeah. yeah, good luck trying to blow those away, you know, especially at that quantity. And they're all three, so they're quite flexible as well in terms of where you got to go with them. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Should I um do you want me to go through mine? Yeah, what you got? Well I've I've cheated as well. <laughs> um I've put uh, a Sherman company in for the US, but I've one of my core platoons is actually gonna be Lee's, I think. I think Ooh. at this moment. So you can... <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um so yeah, I've got a Sherman HQ, a single one 
by himself. Uh, a Sherman platoon of three Shermans. Um, an M3 Lee platoon of four Lees, not upgunned. Um, and then I've got the mortar carriers. So three 81mm mortars. Ooh. The three T30 75mm um, assault guns. And then a recce platoon with the um, white scout cars. And that's all information. So that's uh, that's six units in formation. And then for support, I chose um, the P-40 Warhawk flight. Um, uh. The full strength armored rifle platoon. And then three uh, M10 tank destroyers. Nice. So you, you've gone for the whole like mixed actual sensible list. Well, I'm still not happy with it because I don't know if I need... <laughs> It's one of those things where I keep looking at it going, do I need three M10s? Would I not yes. be better off having two yeah. M10s? No, three is... And then, two, yeah, four M10s. You sound gone. Well, I've got I've got four M10s. Originally, my, my list for Warfare was actually going to be um, the M10 uh, company. Right. So go full M10s and then... Because um, I actually... I, I figured out you could get the ARP company and an m10 company in the same list for 100 points which was a bit scary um but yeah we were obviously doing sherman so the sherman company um i just i don't know the shermans are good i just think the m10's eight points just seems like a lot of points and then i've only got seven tanks eight tanks in the, in the sherman company itself so yeah. i'm then thinking you know is that enough should i not switch some of that around i mean i, I think you need the warhawks um because i think last time you know martyrs just get eaten by warhawks um and they're six points that they're cheap as chips but um i don't know i'm i'm still i'm in an r and it's got the two barrages in really cheap in the sherman company which is nice um with the 75 mils and the mortars um i don't know it's just i keep second guessing myself i think on the the strength of that Sherman company versus the having the additional tank destroyers. And the other thing is that I don't quite know what I'm going to put in reserve because I'm guessing at this moment, it will probably be either the Sherman's and or the Sherman's or Lee's and then the tank destroyers, but I'm not, I don't know. The tank destroyers are 24 points. They might end up on the table actually is the ambush unit. If I have to defend and get an ambush. So I think it needs work. It needs work. The core platoon, the core company is only sixty points. Just makes me a bit um, hesitant. That's the thing in this British one; it's ninety-nine points. Yeah, I mean that's it. It's just going to keep taking a pasting and coming at you. Uh, I don't the know. Gets a bit messy though with it. That's the problem. Right, you're going to be putting five Shermans in reserve. Yeah. Again, I think I'm going to have to play through it because I think the Lees are good are good against because I I still think people are going to turn up with armored cars, you know, um, German armored cars or uh, Italian light tanks. Yeah, I still think we'll see some of that. And again, you've got the two shots. That's why they're not gunned. They're just there to just Later. throw loads of dice. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm an anaring about. I think it is mainly on the tank destroyers. But then again, do I need the full ARP? 
you save three points by taking the short ARP, but I'm not sure it's worth it. You lose a bazooka, you lose a, a Garand, I think. Yeah. Two Garands. Um, I don't know. This is all speculation as well because I've not actually I've not um, played mid war with my Yanks yet. Um, so I, I do need to get some game time underneath my belt, I think, to make sure that I'm not making a fool of myself. Uh, really? A fool. But um, they're in. They're, they're very different. I've, I've, it was quite funny actually putting the armor list together because I was throwing stuff in and thinking, well, I'll just, you know, I'll chop that back in a bit. It came to the end and went, oh, we're four points over. Oh, bloody hell, I'm only four points over. Usually when you do that with Germans, you're on, you know. Yeah, like 30. 100, exactly, 130 <laughs> points are going, well, oh, I don't want to take anything out. Yeah, what don't Almost I want to do? essential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think, you know, I think they're definitely, they're definitely going to be interesting to play with. Um, I just, yeah, I need to tweak bits. But it's definitely, Sher- Sherman's are horrible. I mean, play, having played your mid-ward Sherman company, um, they do work, man. They they the do some heavy ones, lifting. Yeah, just brutal with them, and just get right up in people's faces. They don't really, you know, you just well, have everyone. Well, that's why I'm thinking: do I do I drop something and just put just more basic Shermans in? Because I mean, for eight points each, they they're just you know, three three of them doesn't feel like enough. Yeah. Um, Is that what you got on the list? I got four total M4 Shermans in a Sherman <laughs> company. That's not. Sure. I know. Germans. I know, I know. This all, all right. This all right. Sherman's not Germans. It's Sherman. It's Sherman. German. <laughs> Shermanator. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just loath to drop that ARP platoon because it's just so bloody handy. Yeah, um, that's why you, you got to murder your darlings, mate. Pardon? Murder your darlings when you got something you think's amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I thought we'd suddenly gone into the um, the Manson family podcast, and all of a sudden, just. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear? Do you want to hear my um, M4 American list then? Yeah, go on. Give give, give me some insight. So, from, if I was doing from, from Americans, it would be HQ platoon of two M4s. Okay. A platoon of four M4s. Okay. Another platoon of four M4s. A platoon of three M4 Shermans. And then the command card, Arsenal of Democracy, whereupon you get to re-roll all your reserve dice when you discard the card. Handy. So no, yeah. no air power? Nope. Don't need it. Why do you need it? Because Marders exist. Yeah? Well, what are you going to take? Wait, you're just going to suck up the fact you're going to lose some chairmans when Marders... No, just stay out of line of sight, drive round them, dash round them. They can't oh, come really? out, you know. They can't come out concealment because then you're, you know, you're just going to plow shots into them. If you get on a murder board, mm. yeah, you're going to be in trouble. You smoke them. Hmm. Or yeah, well, you just shoot them. Just drive forward and shoot them. You still get eight shots a turn. But you yeah, don't think you're going to be hitting on sevens? Well, I just think that for six points, the Warhawks to me are just super useful because it's a another pa- another barrage template if you want it. Uh-huh. But then it's, you know. 50 Calathon, right? Yeah, but it's not it's not the M4 Warhawk, is it? Can't all be M4 Warhawks, any, you know? You know some of us have I to don't be... know. I, you, know I, you can't have enough Marders to deal with 13 Shermans. Well, yeah, a platoon of four... De- but it's not just... That's the problem, is it's not a platoon <laughs> of Marders. Marders, yeah, I know. It's Marders and Daimlers. Uh, not Daimlers. Dear God, Dianas. Um, and things like that. Yeah. 
Mm. This needs work. It's a knife fight. It's a knife fight list. I, I guess my question to you would be then, uh, can I borrow some Shermans? <laughs> yeah, I've got a fire I, I don't have enough at that point. I've got, I've got those, that's what those five um, are sitting on the painting table for, is that it takes me up to then 10 uh, Shermans in my yeah. formation. Um, no, yeah. Eleven. Yeah, I've 11 got shows. I've got five midwall ones, the stars and the bar, the yellow bars. Yeah, that's kind of why I went British with the midwall list was because I, if I painted up another five, well, another I'd need another eight midwall ones. Okay. This list, and at that okay. point, that's a hot. And then I wanted to do my late war Sherman Company. That's a lot of green. Uh, exactly. Plus, also, I've got the M10s that I already, you know, run mid war. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yes, I can see where you're coming from. From a painting and playing perspective, it's yeah, it's probably better to switch tracks quickly. Uh, um, I might have to go back. I'll go back to the drawing board. I think I have a look through because I'm still not convinced that M10s is that essential. I'm I'm downplaying it to myself now. Well, they. They have the ability of, you know, doing the bit the Shermans don't do, which is sit still. Uh, it's more, at least they're a threat to a Tiger, to a KV-1, to a, you know, long-barreled yeah. Stug, late Stug. Um, you know, it's not great. I mean, oh, six shots hitting on fours, and then you're fishing for ones probably still because it's long range. Uh, well, ones and, yeah, ones. But it's something. But yeah. then the more I talk, the more I think about it myself, it's like you're paying 24 points for something, which doesn't feel like a great exchange. I'd rather pay, you know, the, put those points to something I know what it's going to do rather than, you know, yeah. maybe do something and just accept the fact that uh, I'm not going to, if I come up against something super armor, I'm just going to have to work around it. Drive around it because you're going to be yeah. always moving in your Shermans. Well, yeah, but even a tiger's sidearm is eight. I mean, still fishing for ones. But um, you're only going to be facing one of them. Yeah, you will. I, I'm. I think I'm more concerned with the the Soviet All right. um, yeah. high armor spam than anything. Because I mean, like Lee was saying, um, you got KVs, you got Valentines. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't be taking Valentines as a Soviet player. Um, and you've got potentially Churchills coming out for the Brits because that extra five points is amazing. How much it actually gives you? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, well, but that's that. Hmm. Warfare thoughts. There you you've go. Got, if you've got any warfare thoughts, you can write into Fez <laughs> at breakthroughassault.co.uk. He's the only one that has the email address. He's only got, yeah, he's the only one that Hammy loves. The only one that got uh, the email address sorted out. Yeah. Ah, that brings us on to yep. June Scoot time. So, yeah. the Dice of War shoot Scoot time. Yeah, actually, we could just. Um, just so people know, uh, Adam's got some new dice out. Adam the Dice Baron. Uh, he's got uh, some new US uh, generic armor division dice and tins. They're very pretty. Um, which are very pretty. The Wehrmacht uh, in Dunkelgelb. Uh, he's got the 29th Blues and Greys. which, yeah. And then my favorite, this, these look really cool, is the Indian Head in the infantry division stuff. Yes. So he's doing yeah, good job and he's even got dice for you, Eddie. Now. Is he? Yeah. Twenty three twenty seventh glider infantry. Ooh. And I quote Bastoin's uh, Bulldogs. 
Yes. Yeah, so they look really cool. They look almost um almost looks medieval, like a coat of arms they've got. Yeah, it's like a proper crest, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, head on over to Dice of War, check them out. Well, what what no. what are we using for the bag of dice of war dice today? Yeah. All right, so just so everyone knows what we're doing, so I Ace Guy got a selection of dice of war dice for a review. So I thought what'd be fun is to basically put them all in the bag, and when we do, I'll come do our shoot and scoot time. I'll pull one out and we'll have a quick talk about what the dice is, put a little photo of it up on the website, and then we'll see what the um, appropriate skill is for the unit I just pulled out. Yeah. So. Let me present that big bag of dice. Which... No, I haven't actually took out the dice that aren't dice of war ones out of here. Because um, oh, I, no. I didn't want to start like do it on the first time we were doing this, put my hand in and pull out eight Necromunda injury dice or something. Yeah, <laughs> a sustained fire dice from second edition 40k. Yeah. There is one of those in there. Yeah, there you go. Everyone's got one. Yeah. Okay, so let's have a, a rummage in the old sack. Um, Ooh. Oh, I pulled out a black dice, red dots. Oh, Yes, it's um, TNT. It's the 50th Infantry Division. Oh. Okay. So, um, so British, it's a British Infantry topical. unit. Um, yeah. TNT it was raised in Tyne, Tees and Humber area. And so across Tees are basically where the river crossed that kind of thing. Remember right? Yeah, they were the ones we were talking about earlier with the um, defrocked. Yeah, bizarrely. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a, you know, they get used... All in North Africa, they come back to Europe, get rested, and then they go into. Um, into Although they do Sicily as well, when they come back and, and get rested just before D Day. I mean, like I said, the main assault unit on the beaches. So I guess these guys are going to be a veteran force. So I'm going to say we're going to skill test in the three plus. If they're North, yeah, as I say, if they're North African veterans, though, they'd be, yeah. They'd probably have a lower motivation as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, they, might, they be. might be yeah, reluctant. Well, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if that comes back, yeah. I love right, that. Here we rule. go. So three plus. It's a four. So yes, Ooh. we have the tines and tees. I've shooted and, and scooted. Max off. <laughs> Shot and Scott. Well, they're <laughs> nearly there, aren't they? Yeah, nearly. It's practically Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Armored Train Regular Podcast you've been listening to is Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War podcast from the team of Breakthrough Assault at Code UK. I was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and Badly Timed Wargaming Sales. <laughs> Every damn sale so far. Oh, don't. The kitchen's looking nice, though. <laughs> being into his yeah. tonic. Yeah. Is it though? It's kind of beige colour, so it can't, it can't yeah, could be. Yeah, you need to get some uh, whole brown, whole red across that, and uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, honey, we just spent four thousand pounds in the kitchen. I'm just going to camera it up now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's olive drab. Lee, I can't find the bloody kettle. <laughs> <laughs>